Welcome to the Rock House Property Show, your number one choice for tips, advice, and practical know-how when looking to extend your home or develop property generally. Knowledge is power. And now, your host, chartered building surveyor and the founder of Rock House, Andrew Sheely. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. My name is Andrew Sheely, as introduced, and welcome to the Rock House Property Show, the place where we like to inform you about everything you need to know regards extending your home, place of property, whether it's to do with planning, party wall, or project management, three Ps. Uh, this week, our topic we are going to cover is, so, you've been served a party wall notice, and what do I do next? Well, let's dive into that. It's not a massively complicated process, but it can be quite an intimidating process if you've never had to deal with this before. You know your neighbour's going to be doing building work next door. You may or may not get on. People's properties are their number one asset. So essentially, you know, there could be damage caused to your property, which could be causing you concern and stress. And you want to know what's going on. You've received this party will notice in the post, most probably during the planning process when your neighbours have submitted drawings to the council. They've received a lot of ambulance chaser. It's in, in the industry known as ambulance chasing um, um, uh, mail shots, um, junk mail, etc. saying, you know, you've been served. Uh, your neighbours are doing works. You should really be aware of this. Damage could be caused and your senses are heightened and you're anxious and you want to know what to do next. Well, we're going to cover that here. So when you are, uh, you know, when your neighbours are doing work next door, formally they need to serve on you what's called a party wall notice. Now it's not a third party agreement. It's not a uh, party wall award. It's not a party wall agreement. It's called a party wall notice. And this notice is a, a document that essentially tells you the notifiable works that they're going to be completing. Now we don't want to go into all of that today because we can dive deep into detail on the party wallet and what every little thing needs to be and what you need to know. But what we are going to talk about is what your options are from the point when you receive a notice and what do you do after that. So if we just quickly talk about the notifiable process and then we can talk about what your options are as well. With regards to uh, receiving that initial notice, assuming your neighbour has served a party wall notice on you, uh, from that first notice, you have up to 14 days to respond to your neighbour saying whether you consent to the notice, which is a formalised word that the party wall act uses um, to say that you basically agree with them to carry on with the work, or whether you dissent to the notice, which once again is a strong word, but it's a word that's in the party wall act, so it's the word we use as party wall surveyors, to state that you actually, you might not disagree with the work, but you would like a a surveyor to represent you and to look after your interests with regards to the matter and under the party wall act. So that initial 14-day notice is... uh, the period of time that you have to respond uh, to the notice, usually there's a couple of days grace to allow for Royal Mail to do its job once the notice has been served. But typically the notice is valid from the date that it is served and the date that is written on the letter. After that period of time has passed, if you have not responded to your neighbour in one way or the other, uh, then your neighbour's surveyor or your neighbour, typically your neighbour's surveyor would serve a a 10-day notice, which gives you then a further 10 days to appoint a surveyor you have then deemed to dissent because the neighbour hasn't heard from you. Um, The Party Will Act is an act that's pursuant of allowing the building owners to get on with the work. So essentially, um, by you not 
responding at all, you have deemed to have dissented and thus that 10 day notice is served and you now have 10 days to appoint a surveyor. Those days include weekends, by the way, they're not just restricted to working days. Uh, Do you have 10 days to appoint a surveyor? Otherwise a surveyor will be appointed for you by the building owner's surveyor. Now, once again, it's 10 days plus a couple of days to allow for Royal Mail to do their job. So if we said between 10 and 11 days, in any event, after that 10-day period, if you have not responded to the notice whatsoever, then uh, unless the building owner or the other side comes to see you and talk about, well, hi, what's happening? Are you okay? You know, being neighbourly in the normal way, then essentially, if they, if, I don't know, if you were out the country, it wasn't possible, then they can, their surveyor can point a surveyor on your behalf under section 10.4. And then that surveyor will join with the building owner surveyor to form a party wall agreement to cover the works. Now, we won't go into that process too much right now. What I want to discuss, as I said, is the options that are available to you when you receive a party will notice. And there are essentially four options that you can take up. Um, The first option, if we go from the bottom, as in the minimal amount of action required through to what would be or may be perceived as the maximum amount of action. So the first option you have is to consent to the notice. Now that means you would sign you or your partner, depending on who owns the property, those people or uh, persons or yourself would have to sign the party will notice and uh, date it and return that to the person who served it on you, either the building owner or the building owner surveyor, just consenting to the work. That's your first option. And that means that you're able to say, look, do you know what? I'm very happy. I always like to coin a phrase so that you can sleep at night, you know, so you feel comfortable enough to sleep at night. I'm very happy. Please carry with the work and we wish you the best of luck. And let's just assume that's the case. Now, it doesn't mean you can't have a party ward award later. Should something go wrong or at any point, really, typically if people consent, though, they're mentally in a place where they say, look, I'm happy for you to get on with the work. Although if damage were caused later on as a result of the works that you couldn't necessarily between you as neighbours resolve, then you can call on a surveyor to put an award together. But we'll go into that once again another day. So that's the first option. You can consent to the works. The second option is to consent to the works subject to completing a schedule of condition. Now, a schedule of condition is where uh, a surveyor or two surveyors may go to site to take a written or dictated report of the condition of your property aesthetically within a close proximity to where the works are going to be taken or completed, I'm sorry, by the building owner. Um, There would be a photographic or video record taken as well, typically, to support that written document so that there's real good evidence of the condition of the neighbour's property prior to the work starting on site. And this means we have a snapshot in time, a snapshot to be able to say, well, this was the condition. If damage is caused, then rather than, you know, looking up and seeing a crack and thinking, I never noticed that crack before. Um, you know, what's it mean? Uh, you've damaged my property, surely. It means we can look back at the report. We can see there may or may not have been a crack there before and must take action accordingly. It's there just to be able to minimise disputes, I think is a good way of saying it, to minimise uh, the opportunity for people to come together and be in dispute because of damage that has been caused. Obviously, uh, we're not all looking around our houses at cracks all the time in the ceilings and making a mental note of those things. So by having this document in place, it means that we have that snapshot which means we can minimise issues later should any damage be caused. Of course, I mean, this is once in a blue moon, but you know, you never know. Once in a blue moon is once in a blue moon. Um, so we've consented to notice as option one, where we just say, please carry on. 
We've talked about option two, where you can consent subject to completing a schedule of condition. And now we're going to talk about option three, where you dissent to the works, but you may appoint an agreed surveyor, or they may call it a joint surveyor. Now, this is where one surveyor would represent both parties to the dispute and thus be called an agreed surveyor. That surveyor may typically be the uh, surveyor who served the party will notice in the first instance. Uh, but I don't suppose it has to be, but typically when a surveyor is appointed uh, to serve a notice, the instruction letter that comes along with that states that if a dispute is entered into, then the building owner will appoint that surveyor. And so nine times out of 10, the uh, joining owner or the neighbour will be saying, well, let's use the same surveyor as you've got to put a party wall award together. Now that surveyor would then do the schedule condition and negotiate a party wall award. And once again, we'll talk about what a party wall award is physically later on another in another uh, show. But in any event, that greed surveyor would then put together a party wall award that would wrap up all the works that are going to be taking place under the Party Wall Act, would complete inspection of your property and ask um, relevant questions relevant um, related to the proposed works and what's going to happen to ensure that everyone's interests are protected as much as possible. So that's your third option. Usually that is a cheaper option if you're looking to go down the road of appointing a surveyor because you're only dealing with one surveyor, of course. That one surveyor is only having to deal with themselves in terms of going through the party wall process. So there's not two surveyors talking, the time that's spent doing that. Um, so it's more cost effective and can be a more timely process to go through uh, and is a good one to uh, take if you're kind of happy with the neighbours doing their work or the building owners doing their work. But at the same time, you've got this little niggling feeling. You want to make sure you're protected under the party wall act. You'd like the party wall award in place, but you don't necessarily want to be perceived as being um, difficult. You're not difficult. Of course, it's your right to appoint a surveyor and go through this process. But in any event, with neighbours and whatnot, it's always that fine line. So it's that element where you can kind of have all the rights protected under the Act. You can have a party wall award in place, um, but you're kind of doing it in a way that enables the building owners, the people who are doing the work, to have the award wrapped up relatively quickly and in a, a good cost-efficient way. Now, your last option on this uh, merry band of options that we're going through is option number four. There we go, number four, uh, which is to appoint an independent surveyor. That means that you can go out and you can select an, a party wall surveyor. It's always recommended to have a party wall surveyor who's got relevant experience and good experience in the marketplace, whether they be a chartered surveyor with the RICS, whether they be uh, a surveyor who's a member of... Um, the faculty of party wall surveyors, uh, for instance, you know, someone who can demonstrate they've got competency in the area of party wall work, and you would appoint a surveyor to represent you as an independent surveyor. That surveyor's fees are charged to the building owner. Uh, we can talk about all that another time, of course, but then that surveyor would enter into a negotiation with the building owner surveyors, two surveyors now, and they would chat and negotiate and go back and forth to discuss the proposed works, discuss any um, potential issues that could occur or the request for more information and they together would get to the point where they would uh, look to put party wall together um, and so they are your four options essentially um, I should say just because you may want to appoint an independent surveyor doesn't mean necessarily you're not being neighbourly or anything like that I always say it's about what helps you sleep at night and if what helps you sleep at night knowing you're protected is that you have an independent surveyor so you know there's good impartiality, the works might be complicated, they may be underpinning a party wall or enclosing on part of your home or they may need to come onto your, your land to complete the work and you may be quite anxious about that, then I suggest that um, you know, and having an independent surveyor isn't something that you're being um, 
overly difficult about at all. It's just you're right under the act and it's important to do what helps you sleep at night comfortably. So just to recap on the things that we've covered. Number one, you can consent to the work. Let them get on. Number two, you can consent to the work subject to having a schedule of condition completed. Number three, you can um, dissent to the work by appointing an agreed surveyor. And number four, you can dissent to the work and have an independent surveyor appointed. Either way, any of those options, uh, you have to decide on what may suit you. If you want further advice on any of this, please feel free to pick up the phone and give us a call. All our contact, contact information for Rockhouse, uh, Charter Surveys and Architecture are below in the... Uh, podcast, YouTube notes that you're, depending where you're watching this. So please feel free to give us a call. We're happy to talk it through with you and just explain any um, unique questions that you may have around that process. Otherwise, I hope this has been useful for you and I wish you the best of luck going forward. Take care. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show and want to learn more about how you can complete your own extension, or whilst avoiding the common mistakes that can cost you time and money, then please hit that subscribe icon. Knowledge is power. If you have any questions about the show, or if you'd like specific questions answered, then please refer to the email address in the show notes below, and we'll be more than happy to answer them. For all things architecture and chartered surveying, www.rock-house.co.uk turning your development dreams into reality. I'm not a, I'm not a